unstoppable kick-ass confidence. Are you ready? Welcome to the Raw and Unscripted Show with Christopher Roush, where we help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. Now please welcome our host, Christopher Roush. Hey, what's up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of the Misfits for Life kick-ass nation. It is I, your No Excuses coach, Christopher Roush, back here hosting yet another weekly episode of the Raw and Unscripted Show with yours truly, Christopher Roush, the place where I help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit and having a darn good time doing it, I might say. So what's going on, boys and girls? Hello, hello, hello. Do we have anybody in the house yet? We just started? Of course not. So if you're watching this live, you're watching this on the replay, I always start off with saying this. Thank you, thank you, thank you for spending your time here with us. It's a massive appreciation. And my goal every single week is to bring you some content that will rock your world, that will change your attitude, change your perspective about what you're working on, what it is that you're focused on so that you can yield different results. That's what this show is about, raw and unscripted. No scripts, raw, straight from the heart, motivation, inspiration, education for you guys to be able to handle what's going on in your life. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Robert Broker in the house. What's up? You just caught me. I'm horizontal in bed. Well, thank you, Robert. We're going to lull you to sleep tonight with a little rock and roll, a little rock and roll business talk, a little rock and roll life talk. That's what we're about. Hey, you see two guitars going on. You see some studio shit going on. You see a little heavy metal rock and roll. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight, I got a brother from another mother. It's going to be spinning some tunes. It's going to be rocking us out. Punk rock style. Are you guys ready? You guys got your punk rock dancing shoes on? You ready to mosh? No, you're not ready to mosh. You guys are all old. You're old like me. Are you old like me? So here we are again. And we're so excited to be here with you guys. Um, a lot of great stuff is happening in the world. And one thing I just want to touch on again with you guys is recently I've had the opportunity to be elected to the board of directors for Help Heal Humanity, helphealhumanity.org. Uh, and my role as vice president of marketing and communications is to really get the word out about Help Heal Humanity and what we're doing as an organization. And I'm privileged and honored to be uh, elected to that position. So I just want to share that with you guys. So I'd really love it if you went to helphealhumanity.org, uh, take a look around, see what's going on. And if you're so inclined to sponsor a child or make a donation or support the organization, I personally would love it. And if you do that, please send me an email. Let me know because I'd like to personally thank you perhaps with some coaching or something else that I could do to just say thank you for supporting the organization that I support. Uh, we all have to do our part to help heal humanity. And I'm super excited. You're going to see from the website, we are all over. We're international. We're in Haiti. We're in Cambodia. Um, we're in many other places, but we're also here in the United States, which is something that's obviously very important to me living here in the United States and being a former homeless person. Um, so we got programs here called uh, Feed Humanity. We got a lot of things going on for our at-risk kids. So something I'm super passionate about to bring to the world uh, a, bit, a bit of difference in how we are bringing ourselves in global alignment. So just wanted to share that with you guys and appreciate you supporting that organization. But the point of tonight is to be talking to my guest. My guest is Mr. Chris Voglio. And Mr. Chris Voglio is the owner, operator, entrepreneur, business savvy M. Ofo of the Rocket Growth Agency, and I'm pleased to have him here, a brother yes. from another mother. What's going on, Chris Voglio? What's going on? What's up, brother? How are you? I'm so happy to be here, man. I'm, I'm psyched, man. Rolling unscripted. Here we go. Rock yes, and roll, yes. baby. Uh, anything goes. Anything goes. This is like roller derby. Remember old roller derby back in when we were kids? Hell yeah. Hell when yeah. it was real, when they actually the girls punched each other and yeah, it was real. There was there was blood on the track. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was that was good times. <laughs> I know I was such a kid and my mom wouldn't even mind me. She's like, oh, you're watching roller skating? And I would be like Saturday morning on TV and I'd be like, yeah, and these girls are just punching each other. I'm like, hell yeah, slingshotting so, them. Yeah, just doing doing their thing, man, having fun. 
rocking and rolling roller derby and it's awesome yeah and i think part of the reason why why i love that show is because they played rock music and i was just a little shit i was i know i'm older than you i was just a little shit at that time i remember it was the la la galaxy or something i can't remember what the name of the 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 girls team was but those those girls were badass and they were strong yeah i would not uh i would not f with them that's for sure (laughs) you would not f with them what is f well i'm trying trying to be a little clean you know when it when it you know you're trying to be a little clean on the raw show with me with them how's that is that better can i say that am i allowed to say say that that? again you want to what you want to i wouldn't fuck with them like you know oh 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 yeah we can't say that word yeah exactly that's why i was saying f you were saying f but you meant to say fuck right but you wanted to say fuck but you said f yeah but we know we can't say fuck on the show right yeah okay (laughs) <laughs> i'm just messing with you no this is the wrong description i watch your show. show enough but i try to be a little pg a pg yeah come on <laughs> let me see all those tattoos talk to me about punk rock music pg what's this pg shit i'm not disneyland jesus christ it's the wrong scripted show oh well, yeah yeah exactly yeah 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 <laughs> yeah there we go. Uh, robert says robert says i remember roller skating in north carolina yeah you know what's funny robert is i don't remember that at all no, I'm just kidding. I remember roller skate. I had roller skates. I had black roller skates with yellow wheels. Yeah. yeah. I thought I was cool. I was like the Pittsburgh Steelers on skates. <laughs> the steel current <laughs> on skates. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no skates, no rollerblades, nothing without brakes. I can't do that shit anymore. I'm yeah. too fragile. I don't want to do that. No, too I want to tell you. No, 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 no. Especially listening to heavy metal, which we both have in common, our rock music, which we're going to be talking about here today. But uh, the reason I have you on the show is because of Rocket business growth agency, your business and what you're doing to help entrepreneurs. And what I love about your brand, Chris, is that you're authentic. You're real. You're like going out into a space where most people are, you know, looking all professional and they're trying to, you know, fit in with everybody else. Talk to us about, you know, stepping out into your own skin and stepping out in your own brand and what that means for you. Cause I know previously you did something, you had a video production company. Mm -hmm. Um, What is it like to be able to step out in front of the audience, if you will, uh, owning your personal brand and creating that business opportunity for other people to follow? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, that's that's an awesome question, and it's what I love talking about. So, just really quick, I'll take a two steps back. Is so, yeah. Um, as you mentioned, I was for twenty years. I was the co-owner and co-founder of a successful video production agency. I started with my best friend out of college uh, called Gray Sky Films, and you know, twenty years, awesome experience. I regret nothing that we did. Awesome adventures. Created tons and tons of videos for. For every kind of company you could think about, worked with tons of agencies, all that, had a great time, even was involved in the music video world for a while. So got to like work with cool artists and bands and all that. And uh, but after 20 years, I was I personally was ready to take a new journey. You know, I felt like I accomplished so much, basically almost everything I wanted to accomplish at, at Gray Sky, but I was really ready to do something else. And so I talked to my business partner and I exited and we're still best friends. And I, um, I decided I wanted to start rocket growth agency. So I exited on July 31st of 2020 and launched rocket growth agency on August 5th of 2020. And, uh, you know, and for me, right it's in the middle of COVID, you right started in the middle of COVID, man. I, I just was like, Damn, you know, you're like, yes, let's just do it right now. I mean, you know, I mean, what am I waiting for at this point? Right. I mean, if I'm going to wait for the pandemic to be over, I think I'm going to be waiting for a while. So, <laughs> you know, it's like, what, why, why bother waiting? I just, I was ready to do it now. And, and for me, the personal branding aspect and why I chose to focus on that in particular is because, you know, Mark and I, who's my, that's my, uh, my former business partner, Mark, we, we, we 
always treated gray sky films like we're in a band like he and i came from like the punk and hardcore scene here in new jersey and being in bands playing in bands doing all that we wanted to treat gray sky not like a video production agency but like a band and you know so we treated it like a band and you know a big part of our success of growing that company was that was that we we just wore ourselves we were very authentic we wore it on our sleeves like we we made sure that our our logo for gray sky looked like it was something you'd buy on a t-shirt like at a show like these were the things we really thought about and planned and talked about because that's who we are that's who we were it was who we still are and that was a huge part of the success that we had and so you know throughout the years i always was like talking to people on the side and helping them out and mentoring just being um as accessible as i possibly could while doing gray sky and for me you know, it just became a thing that I really wanted to pursue. It's something I really wanted to make like my full-time thing, like me helping people and showing them how I did what I did, you know, and it may not be a fit for everybody, but at the same time, I do at the core believe that regardless of my style or anything else, like your personal brand is more important than your company brand. Like not that you shouldn't have a company brand, like you absolutely should, like you have to, it's, it's part of doing business, having a great, strong corporate, you know, or not even corporate, but just a company brand. But the thing is, you're not your company brand, like you're still your own person and you need to be able to step out from behind that and show everybody who you are and what you do. You know, we, I, I watch your show, man, I hear you talk about it with people and it's like, it really comes down to one thing, like people do business with people that they like and they trust, period, end of story. That's it. Like nothing yep. else really matters. I mean, yeah, price and all that stuff. You can bring that into the conversation. But really, at the end of the day, it's a human at the end of the day that does the buying decision. And they want to do business with people they like and trust. And for me, I only want to do business with people that I feel are authentic and real and have something to offer. And and, and that's what I want. And that's what I, I help people to create. Because a lot of times people have that problem of differentiating themselves and standing out and trying to figure out how to engage their network on a deeper level. And that's what I do is I help people do that. I help them find that personal brand, that inner rock star in them. And that's and that's what I help them bring out and share with the world to then create the opportunities that they want. Awesome, man. No, I love that. I love, I love the fact that you, you and your business partner wanted to create what I was hearing, Chris, is an experience. You guys yeah. were like, what 100%. would we want? What would we want to experience if we were going to go out video production? And as musicians and everything else, we're like, we want like the band experience. We want everything to kind of look and feel and sound like being a band. So you were you weren't just selling a product. You weren't selling a service. You were selling an experience, which I love the fact that you highlighted that um, because that's something we all need to be doing. I mean, they could buy a product from anybody. The yeah. things I've been teaching people is you know the massive amount of focus on customer service and like you're saying, your personal brand, being who you are, having your values, your morals, your ethics really set in stone for what it is that you're going to do in business. So Chris, and thinking about personal brand and obviously my situation, yeah. I've gone through lots of masterminds and lots yeah. of coaches to, to find the, to be comfortable in my personal brand and to right. own it with, without any hesitation. Um, talk to us about people walking people through that process that, you know, they're Joe Schmo. They never had a personal brand. They never really thought yeah. about it. They've always been a corporate guy or something like that. And they want to venture out and become an entrepreneur. What are some of those first steps to really identify, okay, who am I as a brand? Who am I right. as a brand? Walk no, us through that. It's another awesome question and it's one that i it's it's really starts with you really have to decide you have to figure out like honestly it's a little bit of you know you got to turn it on yourself a little bit and figure this out but it's like what do you want to be known for you know like it really comes down to like what do you want to be known for like personal branding they say and i and i do believe it it's 
it's what people say about you when you're not in a room, right? So it's really, what is it that you want to be known for? How are you going to leave your mark on this world? How are you going to serve people? What do you want people to think about you? You know, and that's your personal brand. That's the start of your personal brand. Like really understand like, who are you? What are you about? What do you stand for? What are your values? What makes you, you not what you think people want you to be like this. That's the, that's the bullshit. Like, that's the stuff that you have to like totally get rid of. Like that whole, like this self-imposed matrix we, we, we make around <laughs> ourselves, man. Like, you know, take the red pill. Like, uh, you know, it's, it's. Take them both. Take, That's what I said. Yeah. To get rid of the, the, this, this thing of like, Hey, I'm supposed to be this way. I'm supposed to act this way. And, and, and I get it. Like, listen, I, I understand like different industries, but it, different industries kind of expect different things. And, you know, but at the same time, like, it doesn't mean you can't be yourself, like be yourself, like, cause that's the thing that's gonna be the differentiator. Like, you know, don't, don't Damn. stick to the script, man. Like, don't stick to that. Like, it's just all this stuff that I know we're, we're trained. And especially if you're in a corporate environment and that's the way it's been. And like, I'm not going to knock anybody for that because I mean, that's, that's what you know, it's what you've been trained to say that this is the way. But I'm telling you that it's not the only way and that you definitely have a choice to go another way, which is like to embrace who you are and use that and put that to the front and say, this is who I am. And now what is it that you want to be known for? Um, you know, uh, an exercise that I love to tell people to do when they're trying to develop their personal brand is and it's really simple, but it's like it can be really like mind blowing is that pick like three to five people that know you well like really know you like trusted people in your life yep. and ask them like what your best like attribute is what your best quality is what your best strength what's your strength you know and then in return you'll do it for for them like that's the thank you like i'm gonna do this for you but i'll tell you when you do that it, you learn so much about yourself that like you just didn't realize and sometimes you kind of forget these things too over time like what these things are that make you you and it's great to see what people say because when you do find it out that's the stuff like that that's truth like that's the reality and that's the things that you're going to use to build your personal brand like because it's you um and once you kind of do that exercise like that that's where you know the beginnings of this really start Mm, no, that's, that's a great, that's a great suggestion, Chris. I love that. Actually, I'm coaching a coach right now who wants to become a coach. He's got a, a, a great uh, corporate position and everything else. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the things that we, I just kind of just forced her to do was to just go out there and state who she was and be who she was. Yeah. And it was uncomfortable for her and it was awkward, but she was so thankful. She like, she, part of that was like, I said, just go tell, go, I want you to go do a post right now while we're on, on camera and everything. And I said, just go post, say, Hey, ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a coach and I would love your feedback on what my needs should be. My niche should be either yeah. niche or niche and i would try to say niche one of those niche 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 crease um and so she did it and she put it out she says you really want me to do it right now i said i don't think you're going to do it if i give it to you as an assignment because i saw the way you looked at me when i talked about it so we're just going to do it right now and she's like oh my god oh my god oh my god so my question with that chris is is obviously it is I don't like the word use scary. It's uncertain when we step out of, of a previous identity that we've been comfortable in. Right. Yeah. Uh, for me being the corporate guy and stepping fully into the kick-ass thing and just saying, okay, this is who I am. I don't care anymore. I'm stepping away from that persona that I, that I built to make me successful, to make other people like me. Um, 
Talk to us about that rejection, that possibility of, of people saying like, oh my God, you know, Chris Vogler, you're going to go out and say you're, you're doing punk rock professionals. That's stupid. Why would you do that? You could get so much more money just, just playing the game and blending in. What do you say to that? And how do you get people to overcome that mindset of fear of rejection and, and, and ridicule? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's real. And, and I, I mean, I, I've dealt with it my whole life, you know, and even moving into this, this, this new um, you know, career for myself, I've dealt with it internally and, and, and thought about it. And I've had actually that very thing said to me a, a couple times now. And, uh, and, and it's really all about like, listen, if, if you're, if you're in your, if in your, your heart of hearts, like your gut tells you that this is the right thing to do, then you got, you got to trust your instinct in doing it. And yes, a thousand percent you're going to be uncomfortable with it at first like you were definitely doing something that's stepping out of your comfort zone but i think in order for us for anybody to grow into the next level you have to do these uncomfortable things to, to to be able to get to that next level like i mean that's just life right i mean there's nothing easy about anything that that's being done like there, there's nothing i mean you have to, you have to, you have to do it. And it's like, it's so easy to be settled into like the routine and the comfort level of like this, you know, what some people could call the perfect life or the right way of doing things and all that. And it's just, to me, it's just all bullshit. Like the right way of doing things are the things that make you happy. Like, and if, and if you may have to deal with some uncomfortable moments to get to what's going to really make you happy, because if you've pinpointed this, this is the thing I want to achieve. And this is for me, what's going to make me happy and what I deem as success, what I deem as, you know, when we think about think and grow rich, like what's happiness, it's not monetary. It's, it's what the things that make you happy. If that's here, yeah, you're going to have to, you're going to have to climb some steps and it's not going to be an easy ride, but the thing is, it's going to make you better for doing it because it's, you're that step much, you're that one step closer to being where you want to be. And there's going to be some uncomfortable moments getting there. But it's gonna, it doesn't last forever and you're gonna get over it, you know, pretty, pretty fast. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a momentary dealing of with that uncomfortableness, but like getting to where you gotta go is like, that's, that's where, you know, where you wanna be. So if you are, you know, if you're, I, I understand the fear, I understand the nerve. It's, it's a very powerful feeling and it seems like it's hard to overcome, but it's not you know, and, but the first step's always the hardest. And that's the thing is like, I always, I always tell people like, I'm here to help. Like, I'm not leaving your side. Like, I'm going to be here for you. You know, like you're going to have to do this by yourself or, you know, you have to do this for yourself, but like, I'm right here. Like I'm right here behind you. I'm right here by your side. Like I'm going to help guide you every step of this way, but you're ultimately going to have to do it, but it's going to be a momentary feeling of uncomfortableness. And then you're going to be flying. Like that's, that's just what it is, you know? And that's how I feel about it. And that's just how I look at things. Like, because I've dealt with it and I've dealt with those fears, like, and they can be very crippling if you let them be, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's the thing is like, I don't want to be living in fear of this stuff, man. I don't want to have the anxiety of doing this. Like I want to get to these things. And if like, this is the roadblock to like achieving like the happiness or the success that I want, then I got to say like, screw it, man. Like I'm going to go right through that. Like I, I just have to. You know, that's, and, and I understand people are very different. And like, so I, I really 
for me, I really take the time. I listen to them. I talk to them and I guide them. But ultimately, you know, it's like teaching your kid how to ride a bike. You got Yeah, you're going to fall down a bunch and you're probably going to get cut and maybe scraped up a little bit. But all that stuff is going to heal and you're going to be better and you're going to be riding a bike. Like you're going to be flying down the hill like before you know it, you know, having a great time going nuts. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, it's so true. And I love you use that analogy, uh, Chris, because I've been telling people like, you know, people sit there and they say, ah, oh, that sounds like a lot of work. That sounds like too hard. They give a they give a, a preconceived notion about what something is before they even try it. Yeah. I'm like, did you hear the language you just used in yourself? You're telling me you want to get to point X and you just shot yourself in the foot before you even left point A. Yeah. You're like, okay. You know, that's, that's, and I think about when you tell that story, Chris, it's so important. Um, when I shifted my brand from being the suit and tie speaker and saying all yeah. the other things that everybody else was saying and doing a little triangle pose, ladies and gentlemen, today, we're going to talk about motivation. We're going to talk about ways you could wake up in the morning and feel better instead of like, get your ass, and, you know, doing that stuff. Yeah. And, and I went to, uh, to a Les Brown training and I got the opportunity to work with Les in a very small private group. And this is when I got the bandana and the, the, the tie and the vest. And that, that was my whole look. And um, much to his surprise, he was like, you know, when I was up on stage, one of the things we had to do to get critiqued by to less by less to see, figure out what we were doing is you went up and did like 20 minutes on the stage. Right. And then he would kind of like see where you're at. And so I get up on stage and everybody got 20 minutes. I was the last one up there. And he spent 45 minutes talking to me, Chris. And he was like, wait a minute. Cause I told him, I said, I mentor at risk kids and da da da. And, and I kept saying kick ass, but I never swore. And he goes, he goes, wait a minute, Christopher. So you using foul language when you're speaking with the kids. And I'm like, yes, Les, as a matter of fact, I am. He goes, Oh, you know, we shouldn't be using those words. And I have it on recording. And he goes into this whole thing. And I said, Les, listen, I appreciate you and I respect you, but I've spent time with these kids and me saying friggin' versus fucking is going to be, they're going to be like, what do you do? Especially the way I look, they're like, what are you saying friggin' for? Oh, I want to teach you not to swear. You 23 year old gang banger who shot people in the head. Don't yeah. swear. And I kind of said that in a way to Les, but it was kind of funny. I said, I just talked to people how they want to be, you know, I just, I just talked the way I talk. Right. And so he spent all his time on me and I could tell other people, other speakers were kind of frustrated. Like why is less, you know, talking to this guy in a bandana. So that was the first night. The second night, uh, a buddy of mine was in it. We're at dinner with less. We're sitting in the Sheridan gateway hotel and my friend Martin, who is a full suit and tie speaker underneath. He wasn't, he was like, he was right. like me. Yeah. And he was like, he's like, he's leaning over the table. He's like, Chris, why don't you just put the suit on? You know, less is like blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, who's everybody at the table talking about? They're talking about me because I'm an anomaly. I'm different. So I was like, whatever, you know, and Martin was like, couldn't understand it, but he understood it when I told him that. And so on the third day I walk in and, um, and, and that's when Les said, uh, Hey, Mr. Kickass, you got one of them handkerchiefs for me. And I said, absolutely less. And whenever I'm an event, I usually carry three bandanas with me. It's cause I give them out to people. And I said, which one you want? You want the red one, the white one or the blue one? And he goes, he goes, I'll take the blue one. So I think you've seen the picture where I yeah. put the bandana on right. and everything. And so a little bit after that, one of the, one of the gifts of, uh, of doing this package was that Les interviews me and he's actually, it's on my YouTube channel, a couple of videos where he interviews me, which was great. But before we go upstairs, he pulls me off to the side out in the lobby of the Sheridan gateway hotel. And he's like, he's like, listen, Chris, he goes, I just want to tell you something. I'm not telling anybody else this. He goes, but you're an amazing speaker. You have a lot of passion, a lot of energy. You have great experience. You have a great story. He goes, I could put you on stages. I could put you on stages. He goes, but I can't, I can't do this. I can't do this. He goes, I'm Les Brown. And I said, Les, I know, I know. And he goes, and I said, he goes, I don't wear a suit. He goes, the only time I wear a damn suit is when I have to come to stuff like this. Otherwise I'm always in jogging pants. And I'm like, all right, dude, no problem. No problem. I said, but Les, I'm at a point in my life where I got to be me. And that was tough, Chris, because Les Brown, yeah. next to Tony Robbins was one of my ultimate right. mentors on cassette tapes and books for my entire life. And for have that guy to sit there and say, dude, I could put you on stages. I know there would have been stuff involved in it. 
And for me just to own who I was, it really told the universe, like I'm in it to win it and I'm going to do this. And I've never looked back from that point. And I look at it this way, Chris, there's seven and a half billion people on the planet. We're a global community. Now we're obviously working on clubhouse. We're working on WhatsApp groups. We're a global community. So yeah. I look at it this way. You're going to find your freaks and your people that are going to do business with you because like, dude, I want to do business. Plus it's punk rock. Hell yeah. I want to do that. I want to, I want motivation. I want, I want inspiration. I want the guy that's going to kick my ass. Yeah, let's do that. There's enough people for out there for all of us. But one of yeah. the questions that I have for you in thinking about all of this is how do you personally look at failures and mistakes? How, do, how does that rhyme with you as far as the growth process of making those, those opportunities? Because jumping in the middle of COVID or right at whatever yeah. we want to call COVID and making that jump, there had to have been some fears and concerns, some concerns. What were those and how did you get through those? Well, um, great question. So I'll do first of it is I look at failure as, you know, I, I even I've told my kids this, and this is something one of my mentors told me that he told his kids, which is, you know what, go out and fail. It's it's okay. Like failure is part of life and it's how we get better. Like straight up. Like we're all gonna make mistakes and mistakes and failure is just part of learning. And you know, and you know, you try not to make the same mistake twice, you know, so you're supposed to learn from that. But like, honestly, because if you don't take chances, you don't take risks, you don't go out and, and do these things like you're never going to learn. And then you're going to be living with the like, what if, what if, what if for the rest of your life? And like, I can't I just can't do that. You know, I, I can't live around being like, oh, I regret not taking this chance or taking out. I'm not saying it's so willy nilly, but like, you know, you, you can't let that stuff be the thing that totally once again dissuades you from doing something like you if you feel like in your heart of hearts you need to do something then you need to go do it and you need to explore it. and yes there is a chance you may fail at it you may fail spectacularly at it but like you know you'll come back from it you'll recover and you'll learn from it and you're going to be that much better like i could promise you that you will be better for it like you will there's no way you can't not fail at something and then come back and be better than you were when whatever you just did. So you will be better. Um, starting this, listen, I'll be honest with you, man. It's, it was, it was scary to make the decision. Um, it was, I felt actually, I went through all the emotions of like, I felt like I was letting my business partner down. I felt really guilty that, Oh, how can I do this? How can I leave this company sort of when things are going on with this pandemic and all this, but like, you know, I also then my, my wife said it to me really great. She's like, yeah, but if you just stay like in this and sort of like one foot in one foot out, like that's actually worse. Like, you know, like he may be upset with you. You guys may not talk to each other after this, like whatever, if all that happens, but I think it'll be way worse if you don't. And, you know, that kind of like really made me think about it. Like, you know, and I didn't want to do that to him. I didn't want to be like one foot in, one foot out, like kind of half-assing it and, and not Makes being 100% committed. So, you know, I was like, all right. And I had to be honest with myself. And I made that decision. Yes, it definitely scared the, the shit out of me. Like making, you know, I built a business for 20 years. Like I finally got it to a point. Like we're successful. He and I are taking steady paychecks. Like things are great. Company's growing. Yeah, COVID happens. But like we can keep the company. The company wasn't sinking. Uh, we had to make hard decisions, but like the company was, we could, we could keep it going and come out the other side. But I just decided I, I really wanted to, if I was going to do all that work, I was going to put it into something new. 
And yeah, I mean, it, listen, I'm still, I'm still living it. I'm still living it. It's, it's still living the, the, I'm not in constant fear, but it's like, I understand what's at stake. I know what's going on. Like I wake up every day, like ready to go committed on my mission, ready to make it happen. But like, I would be lying to you if I didn't say that, like, you know, I'm trying to figure out like, okay, like, you know, let's get this going. I got to generate revenue. I got to get cash flow going from a business standpoint. Yeah. I mean, that's, and you know what? And quite honestly, like, I may fail at this. Like, it's definitely a possibility. I can't sit here and go, I'm not going to fail at this. But like, I know I'm going to give this everything I've got and I'm going to see it all the way through. And I feel very confident. I feel great. And I, I know what I want to do. And I know my mission. And it's coming from a great place because I, I am 100% committed to helping people. Um, the opportunities just, you know, where I start may not be the same place that I end though. So, you know, opportunities come out of the things that you do when you create. Sometimes you can't see the opportunities right away, but when they come from different directions and here and there, you just got to be ready to look at them, evaluate them and decide is now the time to do this or now is the time to do that. So, and the thing is those opportunities don't happen unless you create it. So it has to start somewhere. So it's starting with this. And we're going to see what happens. But right now, I'm a thousand percent committed on my mission of helping as many people as I possibly can. Dude, dude, I, I totally feel that. I know you. That's why you're my brother now. And that's yep. why we're in this together. I've seen your hustle. I've seen your hustle on the WhatsApp group that we're part of with Mark Jarrett and all those guys international. I've seen your hustle there, your connection yeah. style, your hustle with your shows and on LinkedIn and connecting there. Um, your groups now on Clubhouse. I see your hustle there. So you know, I look at Chris, I look at things like this, you know, it's, I always go back to a couple of things. Number one, where do we learn the perspective of failing is bad? Of course, our childhood. And then also looking at the word itself to fail. Yeah. Like I've, I've researched so many people and I know you've done this too. So many successful people, like, you know, I was just listening to somebody's story the other day. It's like, you know, we think people are an overnight success. And you don't realize that it took him 20 years to become an overnight success. And the term failure, I have seen so many multimillionaires and billionaires like, dude, yeah, they didn't see me when I went through my fourth bankruptcy yeah. back in, in 2003 after my 16th business failure. And after my wife left me, they didn't know I was sleeping on my, my friend's couch for the last yep. two years. And now, you know, I've got something. I've heard that story 17,000 times. And they're like, oh, it must be so easy. And I, and I think of that, you know, the, 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 the perspective of comparison kills, but also going back and looking at that failure, failure is a stepping stone. Failure is an opportunity to learn some other way of not doing it. It's and opportunity. Just, yeah. And I was just talking with somebody the other day. They said, they tell their kids every day, what did you fail at today? So literally he's programming into his kids' minds that failing is not the problem. Staying safe and staying certain and staying protected in your bubble to know what's going to happen next. That's the misery of life. And what, what you touched on, you know, yeah. I quote it all the time. No regrets, yeah. no regrets, no, no regrets, regrets, no regrets, no regrets. You know, you anybody out there go on, go read the five, the five regrets of the dying. Just go on the internet and just search the yeah. article. The number one regret of the dying. Do you know what that is, Chris? What is that? The number one regret of the dying is the fact that they regretted, and this is from a hospice nurse that mm -hmm. spent many times sitting by people as they transition. It's a crazy book. If I, I literally, I, God's honest truth, I got to one story in the book. I got almost the way through it and hearing that story and the way she was accounting for how this person was going and, and how he was realizing his regrets right. crushed my soul crushed my soul. I couldn't even finish. It was an audiobook. I couldn't even listen to it. I was like, wow, that person has so much regret 
But the number one regret of, of people um, when they're transitioning, they're going through hospice, is that they didn't live the life they wanted to live. They lived the life they, they thought right. they were supposed to live. Oh, yeah. dad told me to be an accountant. Oh, mom always wanted me to become this. I wanted to become a firefighter. I wanted to become an actor. I wanted to become a graphic artist. And they sit and they live in misery trying to make these people like them or get that validation that they never got as kids. Yeah. And it's just absolutely asinine. They look back on their life like, well, my parents are here. Nobody's here. And I'm here left to think about all the shit I didn't do. Right. All the all the risks I didn't take, all the all the all the failures I could have made. This life, Chris, and you know this. It's it's sticks and stones. I mean, we got to get out there. Sticks and, and stones, man. And so many people want the 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 Amazon overnight thing. Oh yeah, if I I could start a click funnel tomorrow, I'll make a hundred thousand dollars a month. No, you can't. It no, you can't. You you can go out exist. there. Yeah. People sitting there, oh yeah, you know, you can create that stuff. I was telling somebody the other day, they're like, I just need fast access to cash and I want to build this. Da, da, da. I'm like, how's your foundation? Because I've seen people make millions of dollars, thousands of dollars, and they're, oh yeah, I follow this click funnel, but their foundation, their personal integrity, their yeah. values, their morals, their ethics was not, not there. there. And it was short-lived. Um, walk us through when you're working with a client, Chris, walk us through some of their 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 biggest pain points that they come to you with, aside from the personal branding part. So mm -hmm. they're coming to you and they're like saying, Chris, okay, I got these things that I need your help with. What are some of right. those big pain points that you specialize in? I mean, so, some of the big pain points that I hear is, I, I would say first and foremost, it's definitely the, I don't know how to stand out. I don't know how to differentiate myself. That That's like the, that's like the number one, because they're, they just don't, it's just, it's hard. It's hard to take that step back and look at yourself, you know, when you're so close to it, you know, it's like, it's just, it's almost impossible sometimes. And that's why, you know, working with somebody to help you. So I would say that's number one. Number two is, you know, and it's actually, it's one I, I do get a lot is, um, you know, I want to be a better, I'm going to say, we'll say networker, relationship developer. Like, you know, I, I, I want to learn how to do that better. Like, I, I don't know how to like leverage my network or even create more, um, relationships with myself. I get a lot, especially right now, which is like, I don't know how to do this during this time, you know, the virtual and, and doing all this. It just, I have a hard time having a hard time transitioning. Like I'm used to doing in-person events and, and I don't know how to take advantage of all this stuff. So there's actually a lot of that going on. And I would say another one too, which is, um, you know, one that I, I, I know how to do cause it's my background, but it's also like, I don't know how to come up with creative ideas for content to create for myself. And I, the one I, the excuse I always get is, well, Chris, you're creative. Like you did that for years. Like you're, you're creative. That's why it comes so easy to you. And it's like, yes, while I spent, you know, 20 plus years as a video producer and working with agencies and, and yes, creating content, I tell everybody all the time, like, that's just, you know, that was a thing I did. It was a service I provided and yeah, I was around it. And I leverage something that I, I know what to do. It's what I went to school for. I wanted to be a filmmaker. But like everybody's creative, man. Everybody's got the creative version of themselves. They just don't know how to use it. They don't want to tap into it. And so the big thing I, I always try to help people do is tap into that creativity and teach them how to ideate because they already have it. Like I say this all the time. Everybody has all the tools they need. Like you don't need to do anything else. You have everything you need at your disposal to to create, like a hundred percent. It's just a matter of getting to that point and and understanding and tapping into yourself, and then saying, "Okay, this is who I am. This is what I do. This is what I'm knowledgeable in. This is what I like. This is what I'm interested in. This is all the things that like make me me." And that's the stuff that you're going to be in to begin to create from. So when you say I'm not creative, I go, "That's bullshit." 
You totally are. You just aren't stopping and thinking about it enough in a different way. So one of the things that I try to do, and you know, this is where the rocket and all this comes from, and is I try to take people out of the seat that they're in. Like, hey, you're not an accountant right now. You're not a mortgage broker right now. You know, you're not a filmmaker right now. You're in a band. Boom. You're in a band. And guess what? In this band, you got some gigs coming up, right? You've got some music that you recorded that's out there. You've got some merch to sell. You're no longer accountant, mortgage, whatever. You're in this band. How are you getting that out there? Like, let's talk about that right now. How would you get people to come to your show right now that you got on Saturday? You got to get at least 10 to 15 people there, 20 people there. How are you getting them there? What would you do? You know, and so on and so forth. And when I run that exercise with people, this is where you see them like, you know, whether they can real, oh, I was in a band, I'm not in a band, but I'm just like, hey, let's just pretend all this right now. But you start to see them open up. You start to see that the, the, the wheel starts spinning of like, well, I would do this. I would post this. I would create this. I would do And I go, okay, great. Guess what? Everything you just said that you were going to do for being in a band, well, guess what? Now you're back to being mortgage broker or accountant or whatever it is that you're doing, like whatever, like you're now back. And I see all that stuff you just said, you're, you're now doing like, and well, I can't, no, 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 you're doing it. You just came up with these ideas when you said you couldn't create, but you did. Now you've got a bunch of ideas to work from to now create content to put yourself out there. So that's the other big thing that I, I do with people to help them like get moving and get them um, forward, moving forward with, with creating content to help support their personal brand to help, you know, network and build relationships better because that is a stumbling block for people. They're like, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do that. I know how to make videos. And I go, you got a phone. Well, guess what? Mm -hmm. Now, now you know how to make videos and take pictures. (laughs) Like you don't need any fucker. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, listen, I, the stuff I create, like I purposely use stuff that anybody could buy off Amazon. Like I don't have, Due to, due to popular opinion, I do not have uh, a $19,000 camera sitting here, even though I was involved in video. I don't have – I have a, a Logitech webcam, my Apple laptop, this mic I bought from Amazon for like $130. And when I first started, I was using this as my microphone. And I've got this guy to do videos with. Whoops. <laughs> what would you do, Chris? There Where'd it is. Go? Oh, where'd I go? There it <laughs> you is. You disappeared. You dropped off. I disappeared. I was yelling oh about God. my camera. My camera came out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love. I love how you say that because yeah, I mean, it just you just got to start somewhere. Um, you just absolutely have to start somewhere, and that's what people they just get the analysis paralysis. Well, I have to do this, and I have to do this, and I have to figure out that. How do you deal with people in that perfectionistic mode where they're like, "Oh, Chris, you don't understand. I have to do this." How do you get them just to to, to start taking action in pursuing their dreams? Um, basically what I do is I just, I walk them through, you know, really looking at it. Like, once again, like, what is it that you want to do? What is it that you want to accomplish? Like, where do you want to be? Where do you want to be? What do you want to be looked at as? What do you want to be known as? And then from there, you know, begin to build like the blocks of like getting there, you know, and it's not always putting people like so outside of their comfort zone. Like you're definitely going to have to step out a little bit, but like, it's not going to be, like it's going to be incremental. Like we're going to work on things that like, what are you really comfortable with? Like if Instagram's the thing you're comfortable using, then fine. We'll use Instagram. If LinkedIn's the thing you want to be really, then we'll use LinkedIn. Like, you know, I'm not, we're not going to say, Hey, you got to get on TikTok. You got to be on Instagram. You got to be on Facebook. Like you got to be a YouTube star. Like 
that's not that's not the way to do it. It's like, listen, if LinkedIn's your platform of choice where you want to spend most of your time and you're already spending most of your time, then let's focus on using LinkedIn. Like let's let's use that. And so that's oftentimes like that that's how I'll work with people. It's not so much like let's do every single thing. Like I don't expect people to use all the platforms like how I do it. And I'm purposely using everything because I am actually I want to learn. I want to learn these things. And I also want to be knowledgeable about it and say, hey, if you want to use TikTok, this is how I use it. And here's my recommendations. Um, this is how I use YouTube. This is what I'm using, how I'm using Facebook. Like I'm also a student in this situation as well. So right. and I'm also never going to recommend something to somebody that I haven't tried myself. And you know what? And if I'm going to recommend it and I haven't done it, then we're going to do it together. Like we're going to go into it together and we're going to learn together real time and we're going to share feedback with each other because I'm just never going to go, oh, you do this. But like, I've never done it. Like that's, that's not, that's not cool. Mm, no, no, that's, that's the same way I am is congruency. It's con absolute congruency. And I apologize guys. I have not acknowledged. We got Robert in the house. We got Larry in the house. What's up? Kick-ass Larry, Teresa Silcox. She goes, ah, she goes, hi, got to make the first step. Absolutely. Teresa, got to make that first step. Um, Robert says, gotta be hungry. Hungry, <laughs> Les Brown, Les Brown, yeah, absolutely. Um, who else we got here? Teresa says, uh, "Wow, who knew that?" I love Les. Yeah, you got to see the picture of Les in the bandana. That was, that was amazing. You got one of those things for me, Mister Kickass, and everybody in the room was like, "What?" Les Brown's putting on a, and I said, "Here you go," and I handed it to him, and he's like, "No, no, you put it on for me." That's so a like, like so they got video of me putting it on. Dude, Les. It, was, it was amazing. I love that. Was, That's such a great story, man. It is. It truly is. I'm so blessed. Uh, now they're talking about the weather. It's cold in Georgia. Damn. Uh, what do we got going on? There's snow in Phoenix. What? The, you guys are wrong on scripted show. Fucking talk about the damn weather. Okay, let's get back to this. Love the Les Brown story. Margaret, what's up? Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, let's see. La, 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 la. Just going back through all these. Robert, you are uh, you are verbose. That's Scott. What's up, Scott? Superstar. Yo, Scott. Scott. My brother from another mother on our Friday yes. night show, the unfiltered experience. Absolutely. Great show. Great show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, it's, um, we thank you guys all for being here and supporting the show. Of course, obviously, um, and thinking about, you know, starting a business, Chris, and, and, and going back to a little bit to what we were talking about before in the fact that when we go out and we step out and we be ourselves, of course, we're going to have the negative people in our life saying, Hey, that's ridiculous. It's, it's impossible to avoid. What have you done in your life? Cause I know I've had to do things in my life to, to make that separation. What have you done in your life? And what do you recommend to your, to your clients when they're, when they're wanting to step out, but they know they're going to deal with some negativities from people. How do you, how do you get them to handle that and in, increase their confidence in handling that? Yeah. Um, I normally what I like to say to people is listen, I, I, I preempt them. Like you're going to get people that are going to detract. You're going to get people that say like, what, what the F are you doing? Like, you know, and, and you may even get some, you know, people on your net who are just going to look at you like funny, like, why is this? And it's like, you just gonna have to say to them, like, whether you want to say this to them or not, it's up to you. So you, you, you could choose to completely ignore them. Or you can really say to them, hey, listen, this is who I am and this is this is what I'm about and you're either going to accept it or you're not. Like, that's it. I'm not going to choose to be, you know, something you think I should be. Like, this is this has been me all along. So we're either going to like this person or you're not. And, uh, you know, and honestly, at the end of the day, I, I also tell people, like, don't let it throw you off. Um, don't let it get in the way of your mission. Don't let it ruin your day. Um, if you're going to acknowledge it, acknowledge it and move on and, and deal with it how you want to deal with it. But don't let it get like don't let it get into the back of your head where you feel like now I've got to change the course of direction for everything. 
Um, cause it's very easy to do that, to be doing it. And all of a sudden you get that one person, probably even someone you really respect that'll say, I don't know about what you're doing here. You know, I, I don't really get it. And quite honestly, I think this is going to, I think this whole thing's going to hurt your, hurt your business. And, uh, I don't think you're going to get the client you want. And in fact, I, um, I probably can't even refer you to my clients because of this whole thing that you're doing. So you may want to think about changing it or doing something different. And that's where you've got to like make that decision. Like I'm either going to listen to this person or I'm going to thank them and go, I appreciate you coming to me and thank, and I, I thank you. Thank you so much for being um, unfiltered and giving me your honest feedback. Um, and that's it and move on. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, just move on. Hey, I, I appreciate it. And you got to do what you got to do. And I got to do what I got to do. If you can't refer me, hey, that's fine. You know, that, that's, that's, this move. I mean, that's just how I've, I've always dealt with that in, in my like, life. Next, is, next. Bob, yeah. I mean, next. really, because it's like, what else are you going to do? Sit and dwell on it forever or completely revamp everything you've been doing and change? Like, because that's really alternative. Like, you know, like it's one thing to get, um, it's one thing to get constructive feedback on things like content or courses or uh, a logo or an image or something, or like, Hey, a back, like, like there's artistic and, and there's constructive criticism and feedback, which is always welcome because, yep. you know, it's good to have that stuff. But at the same time, like, you know, if people can't accept your authentic self, then like F them, like, you know, like seriously, like who cares? Like I, I you know, like just, Go away. Like you just don't need them. And like, you know, I had a great my one of my one of my my mentors, um, my first mentor who was so instrumental in in me learning business and learning how to be in business, like told us this great story about and he's a big thinking grow. He was the guy who gave me thinking grow rich, both me and my business partner 20 years ago. And he told this great story about how he um he, he was a young accountant. That's it. He was a young accountant who was um, trying to figure out how he was going to make a million dollars in a year. He was he and he he's always done this. And this is something he taught me. And I do it to this day is he wrote it down and he just said the one thing people never do anymore is they just don't sit and think they don't sit and think. And he taught me how to do that, just sitting and thinking. And he said he wrote a million dollars on a piece of paper. And he sat there and he would just stare at it like he was staring at it and going just thinking, sitting, thinking like, how could I possibly achieve this goal I've set up for myself? Like I'm looking at it, you know, what do I have to do to achieve it? And he says what he's thinking. And his brother came in and was like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm trying to think about, you know, I'm, I wrote this down. I want to think about how I'm going to make a million dollars. I'm working on this. And his brother would go. Get the fuck out of here. You're not making a million dollars. Like, they ain't have it. What are you doing? Like, this is stupid. And he's like, get out of here. I don't need this head trash. Like, you got to get out of here. Like, if you're not going to help me think about it, then I need you to get out. Like, leave me alone. And I love that story because it's that's exactly how I look at things. Like, just because somebody else thinks it's stupid or thinks it's dumb or unrealistic or thinks you're an idiot. That doesn't mean that you are like, it doesn't mean that because you set up a goal for yourself that because it may be unrealistic to them doesn't mean it's unrealistic to you. It, that's just it. So, Bam. you know, that's it. I mean, be, you may want to say, Hey, I want to make a million dollars this year. Okay. Write it down because the thing is, you know, thoughts beget action. I mean, that's what's in that book, man. Think and grow rich, right? That's the thing. And it's not, 
once again, it's not monetarily rich. It's it's what makes you rich. Exactly. It's mindset. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, if you write whatever you want, and I know this is, you know, when you get into the secret and all this stuff, but like the secret is based, this is all that stuff came from this book. So the origin of all that is <laughs> think and grow rich. Yeah, and it's just setting that intention of what it is that you want to put out in the universe yeah, to it, attract that back. I mean, absolutely, Chris. Right. I mean, and I love what you said about right, that right. because when I think about people who, who, who are not a part of your team, um, I like that as well. I, I mean, depending on what kind of, like you said, constructive feedback, I love that, you know, but if you just got people that are just trying to shit on your dreams and you need new people, that's yeah. what I tell people, you know, I always tell people like, who are your five, who are your six, right. those, those people on your list, you put that you're on the most, those fuckers better be supporting you, calling you out on your shit. Um, and saying, Hey, if you want to go for that crazy idea, I'm right yeah. here when you get back. Right. Instead of like, Oh no, be safe. You got to do these right. other things. You know, that's not I, the way to live life. Not, yeah, not the way to no. experience and live life. And most people get on you about this shit because they're jealous really at the end of the day, because Massive. they can't, they can't do it or not that they can't. They just, they built the way that they can't. So you made excuses. So they actually seeing you do it makes them like, it gets them upset and has that manifest. I'm going to attack the thing that like, I'm just going to attack. I'm in attack mode. I'm going to tell you you're stupid. I'm going to tell you this is lame. I'm going to tell you that this isn't going to work and, and no one's going to want to do business with you and I'm not going to refer you clients and blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, okay, okay, mm -hmm. great. You've said your piece. Now get, 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 get away from me. Like, because you're not, you're, you just, you're going to have it in your life, but like, you just can't let it be the thing that like ruins everything that you're working for. You know, it's, it's uh, and there, there's a difference. There's a difference between being very constructive in giving constructive feedback on something and then and then being someone who's just being a negative force. And there is a difference. And I think people can pretty much tell the difference between a negative force in your life <laughs> and, the, and the people that truly want to help you and are just giving you honest, creative feedback or constructive feedback on something because they, they want to help you. And that stuff is always welcome. The stuff that's not welcome are the people that tell you you can't and you shouldn't and it's dumb and you're an idiot and you'll never do that. Like that's the stuff that you got to get it out of your life because it's toxic. It's mm -hmm. absolutely toxic. Amen. Amen, man. Well, holy crap. Look at dude. We've been talking already for Jesus. 49 minutes. We haven't even mentioned one thing about music. But just yeah, or Star Wars. No, um, but just to build on your thought, we're, we've been talking about guys and thank you guys for commenting over here. We'll get to those in just a second. Um, I love what Scott said earlier. Scott said, um, um, don't, don't hold on to every issue you face. Move on. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like next, next, Freaking next. That's awesome. what I used to be about everything. It's like yes. next girlfriend. Nope. Next. next. Keep going. Next. Um, Scott also says authenticity. Of course. Um, Every Robert time. says meow. I'm not sure what that's all about, but Robert, I appreciate that. Um, no, and just build, building upon what you're saying, Chris, and then I want to shift gears for just a few seconds. Yeah. Um, more importantly, what we got to do is the, the chatter in our head. You know, I have yeah. people coming to me and they're just like, you know, they'll sit there. I'm going to try to do this. All the language that they're using, you got to do the same thing, guys, in your head. When you feel those negative emotions coming up and popping up, like maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I'm an imposter. Maybe all these things. It's like, no, no, I, I'm choosing to get through this, this situation. I'm going to choose to get through it and learn as much as I possibly can about it. And then I'm going to keep going and keep going and keep going. We were talking about failure before, Chris. I love the quote that says, if you fall down 26 times, you get up 27 times. You know, you yeah. just keep going. Obviously, don't be stupid if you're pursuing a goal that doesn't, isn't going to eventually manifest in its, in its, in its ultimate completion. But, um, uh, Teresa, thank you very much. Thank you. You're welcome. We'll keep doing what we do. Thank um, you. but yeah, we got it. We got to end the chatter in our head. And that's why I think it's massively yeah. important for, for people to connect with you, people to be 
connect with me because listen, when you think about the trajectory in your life, when you have business coaches that much sooner, and I know that personally from my, my, for myself, you know, spending and making that investment in myself um, has always been tricky and challenging, but it's like what I've done in, in six months with a coach is not what I could have done in six years without one. So that's the way I look at it. Um, I know we could talk about music. I know we're going to be doing clubhouse and I want to respect your time because I know you're on the East coast and I know you, yeah, you got, right. I'm you up got, now, man. I got, got pounded by snow and everything. Um, um, what is the theme song to your life? When you think about oh, Chris Vogley, when you, when you wake up in the morning, what's the theme song that powers you through the day? Like what, Damn. what really like identifies Chris Voglio and your mission in life? Wow. This is a, this is, this is a tough one, man. Cause I'm such a music fan and like so many Couldn't things. Tell. Yeah. But so many things like I'm influenced by so much music and I know like I definitely put out there like the rock, the metal, the punk, the hardcore, like that's a huge part of my life. But like I I grew up in music in my house. Like, I mean, I grew up with like, you know, from day one, the Beatles, you know, Zep was in my the doors, uh, Stones, like, well, I grew up on everything like that. So, um, oh, man, soundtrack to my life. Jesus, this is a tough question, man. Um, you know, it, it varies from day to day. I'm going to tell you, it varies from day to day. Some days I wake up and it's a, it's a little Ramones and other days it's, it's Van Halen, you know, my, that's in other days it's Guns N' Roses and some days it's Metallica and then in some days it's the Beatles. So, you know, it, it varies from time to time, but there, there's definitely a few go-tos. I, I gotta say, I mean, one of my, one of my all-time favorite, favorite Van Halen songs is Unchained. Like, yep. and just everything about that song, everything about that, that record as a whole. And I could go in down a Van Halen rabbit hole anytime, <laughs> but um, I, I I'd say unchained is, is one of the, was a song that I go to a lot, a lot um, in the course of my week. Like I hear it and it gets me, it gets me like just that opening riff and mm -hmm. the music. And then, you know, I, I just love it. So there, there's so, there's so many songs, man. There's, there's so many songs like, you know the misfits where eagles dare is you know is uh um, one yeah you know it's um god so many you want to know what mine is i go ahead because i i'm, I'm struggling with this one because i'm like man i wasn't prepared for that and there's like <laughs> yeah no no it's 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 funny i have a, I have a bunch of different ones but it's it's the best way i could describe it it's called no easy way out and Here's how I learned about the song. I didn't realize it. It's called No Easy Way Out by Bullet for My Valentine. Yep, you I know, know that. I know the song. Yep. So I know Bullet song, I did not realize the song was a cover because they did such a kick-ass version of it, but it's actually the song from Rocky. Yeah. No easy way out. And my no buddy easy way. Yep. My buddy comes in my office one day. I'm like, dude, you got to hear this song. And he's and I play them the bullet for my Valentine version, which is kick-ass streaming heavy guitars, bam, bam, bam. Just feel like, you know, no easy way out. No, you know, it's a long way home. And just like, yeah, there's no easy way out. We're gonna do this. We're gonna, we're gonna have our energy. We're gonna bring our fight to the game. And my buddy Carrie walks into my office one day, I tell him to listen to the song. And he's like, because that's a remake. I'm like, that's a remake. What? And he goes, That's a Rocky song. I'm pretty sure. So I go yeah. and pull it up on YouTube and I listen to the original version. I was like, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah mine's yeah. one of mine's no easy way out, but uh man, I know we could talk about music. Yeah, I will I will say will. I think I have a better answer to your question now because it is okay. I should probably have thought because it's a song I quote a lot and it's it's bad brains attitude. Like that song attitude. and it's and it's attitude. It's uh no that that's uh that's that's a misfits attitude. Bad oh. brains attitude is the one where they go 
um, got to get the PMA. I got to get the PMA because they oh, wrote yeah, a lot yeah. of their songs based around uh, Think and Grow Rich, actually. Um, and uh, that that song, I mean, you want you want to get a song that's about a minute and just totally makes you want to like go berserk, but like has a positive message. Attitude. Attitude. Yes. All right, brother. We gotta. We gotta. Um. We gotta, know, get, we gotta wrap it up. We gotta get on Clubhouse and make that shit happen. Yeah, bro. Um, so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, go to www.rocketgrowththeagency.com. Is that the one? That's rocketgrowthagency.com. So, final words, final thoughts. Also, connect with Chris on Instagram at Chris Voglio. Connect with yep. him on LinkedIn, Chris Voglio. Uh, you're a machine, dude. You're seriously a machine. Yeah. So, final words, final thoughts to leave the, the 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 crew here inspired and desirable for connecting with you and uh, marching on their own personal journey to uh, entrepreneurship and success. What would you uh, What would you tell them? You know, I I uh, I, I sign off uh, my my podcast. Uh, I do a live show every Tuesday at four o'clock, four p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and I always sign that off with. Um, always be authentic, be yourself and always remember to rock it because that's life, man. You got, you got to be yourself, be authentic and rock it. Rock and roll mindset, man. It's, it's all, it's all key. It's all key. Be confident, be confident in yourself. You are, you are your own person, you know, and use it, use everything you have. You already have like all everything you need. You already possess. You really do. You don't need anything extra. So mm -hmm. The being yourself, being authentic, that's rocking it. Kick ass. Unstoppable. No excuses. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Voglio on the Raw and Scripted Show. Ooh. Chris, you rock, brother. Thank you so much for being here. I look forward to many, many, many more conversations with you. Absolutely. Can't wait to dive into music and, and do the clubhouse stuff and just uh, yeah. just continue rocking. You're you're an awesome, dude. I love you. I love you too. Um, I appreciate sorry you having for the, me. Uh, for, the, for the 30 inches of snow back over there on the East Coast. So it happens um, when you live on the East Coast. <laughs> yeah, East Coast, West Coast. But one day we'll hook up and we'll definitely be uh, sharing lots of music. But thank Hell you for yeah. being on the Ron and Scripted Show. And again, guys, make sure you're connecting with uh, Mr. Chris. Go to www.rocket growththeagency.com did i screw that rocket growth nope you got oh. it rocketgrowthagency.com that's oh, it oh i was looking at it weird as a scrolling across the machine i was like okay. t8 oh yeah yeah i wrote it right chris you wrote it right man it's yeah. all good it's all good i'm so brother. tired i'm like boom but i'm at least not, not 10 o'clock so hang on one second i'm gonna put you backstage i'm gonna end out the show and we'll just wrap cool. for a second right on right on thank you for being on the show yeah. brother thanks for having me thanks everybody who watched today awesome thank you guys so much you rock hang on so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, 57 minutes and 48 seconds. I'm getting it under the one hour mark, this show and my other show, because I could talk a lot and Chris and I could easily talk. So I hope that you are taking from this conversation a couple of notes, right? Come to the Raw and Unscripted show with pen and paper, take a couple of notes and begin implementing those immediately. Think about what we were talking about today and making sure that your foundation is strong. Think about what we were talking about today and making sure that you're not worrying about what other people are thinking. How can you start your day to be that unstoppable force to be focusing on what it is that you want to accomplish and not what it is that you've potentially failed or make, made a mistake at? How can you wake up in the morning and have that that go-getter mentality. Number one, you can make sure you have a playlist. We've been talking about music here and there throughout this opportunity. So for me, I'll give you guys my morning routine real super quick and then we'll end it. So before I open my eyes, I wake up and I think, okay, gratitude. And I say what I'm grateful for. With my eyes closed, I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for this. Immediately before my eyes open and my feet hit the floor, what are my intentions for the day? My intentions are to be present and playful with my son. My intentions today are to connect and serve humanity. My, today, my intentions today are to be positive in the face of frustrating situations. So start your day off 
with gratitude, with your intentions, and then flip on a playlist, you know, get some exercise, have six or seven, eight songs that you listen to that get your blood moving. I have a, I have a, I have a playlist on, on Spotify called the wake up list. It's got eight songs. They're goofy songs. Some will make me dance. Some will make me sing. I got mbop on there. So I got stuff that gets me psyched up for the day. I don't wake up today and go, Oh, I wonder what's going to happen today or the day's going to suck or, you know, no, you have to start your day with the foundation of belief and, and, the, and the, and the, the, the tenacity that you're going to go through, whatever it is, put it in your way. So like Chris was saying today, you know, we're here. And I think the overall message you can get from what Chris and I were talking about as well is the fact that you got to be you. There's seven and a half billion people in the world. Stop trying to be somebody you're not to get somebody who doesn't give a shit about you anyway, to like you and to give you some respect or give you some adulation or whatever it might be. Be you. Cause at the end of the day, when you put your head on the pillow, you want to look back and say, man, I'm really cool. I'm really glad I, you know, rocked who I am today. Or do you want to sit there and say, Oh, I got to get, I, I was, I was fake today and I get to be fake tomorrow. And someday, maybe hopefully I'll pray, wish, you know, hope that something's going to change and it won't not unless you guys get serious about it. So if you're interested, hit me up for coaching. Of course, I'm still doing the complimentary coaching sessions because I just love doing them. So if you're interested in that, hit me up on my calendar, uh, send me a private message. You guys know how to get a hold of me. I'm happy to send that out to you guys so that you have a resource to get started. But uh, of course, in, in the business world, please, please connect with Chris Voglio. He's a he's a massive um, force. I had, a, I had an introductory call with him this week and got to learn more about his business and he helped me with a few things. So you gotta lean on other people in order to get the results that you want. I love you guys. Please share this episode if, it, if you found value. And like I said at the beginning, don't forget to go to helphealhumanity.org. See what you can do to contribute and make the world a better place for who it is that you are and what you do. I love you guys. Stay kick-ass, stay unstoppable. And we'll see you next week with another kick-ass show, bringing you the raw and